you put your hands up on my hip. Then you dip. I dip. We dip. You put your hand up on my hip. You dip. I dip. We dip. Okay, that's a great fucking song. I've had it stuck in my head all day. And I think those are actually some pretty powerful lyrics, guys. We're talking like, whew, what, what was that, 1999 or early 2000s? Or maybe that was the first time I heard Is that an old song? What a fucking sexual-ass song. Like, because it's a sleeper. It's a sleeper. Like, you put your hand up on my hip. Then you dip, I dip, we dip, I blow my head. Like, it's, there's just sort of a, there's a sort of flow to it. That's very sexual. It's a very erotic song. I don't know. But hey, guys, Lori Baltimore here. Another edition of Hyperwave. I'm walking home. I hope you can hear the traffic. Because you know, so you know I'm out here on the streets. I'm feeling the pulse of Seattle here. I'm out here doing the dirty out here in the hood. No, I am very far from the hood, I can assure you that. Um, Very special edition of Hyperwave. I got a few things. Uh, I got a lot of random shit that I've been thinking about rattling around in the old Nagarino. And I want to change the pace up. So I'm going to try not to talk about Dookie, diarrhea, any derivative of feces at all. I'm going to try not to talk about sexual acts. Uh, I'm gonna try to be a good boy. Okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna go for some real content this time, guys. Firstly, I wanna I wanna give a little bit of time to my own personal identity crisis. Now, for my little Lori Baltahors out there who have been with me since day one, my my day ones, my day ones, as they're called. Try not to shout too loud. Um, you know, old Lori Baltimore is a weird fucking guy. Last uh, last thing I was talking about in my d- identity crisis was becoming the no internet guy, the no Wi-Fi guy, which I've heard mixed reviews about. Uh, some people are like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Other people, uh, pretty apprehensive, pretty apprehensive. It's like people are so used to being tracked by the government that they don't want to be in a place where they cannot be tracked by the government. Do you know what I mean? These sheeple, these damn sheeple who probably wear masks during this pandemic. Am I right? No. Uh, COVID, COVID is real. I'm, let, me, let me just put that out. COVID is real. Please wear a mask. Anyway, uh, so a new kind of little construct about who I am as a person. I'm thinking I kind of want to be the fucking Tootsie Roll guy. Right, because I think it's pretty unanimous that Tootsie Rolls are fucking nasty. Like, if you're going out on Halloween and you're excited to open your bag and see Tootsie Rolls, uh, I I'm not really sure. I don't even know what to call it. I don't even have like a, an insult for that. That's just that's just odd. They're not good, right? You're the kid who was also like, "Yay, I got an apple and some cheese and crackers with the little fucking red stick." You know, that's just weird. Right? So I'm like, maybe I'll be the Tootsie Roll guy. Because I'm already the grape guy. You know? Like, people don't like grape. I'm the grape guy. I like grape. You know, purple stuff. Like uh, like a grape crush. I could crush a grape crush. You fucking kidding me? Grape soda is delicious. Absolutely scrumptious. 
you know, grape Jolly Ranchers. We're talking grape Skittles, grape anything. People, it's it's an underrated flavor profile. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So I was like, I'll be the grape guy. I'll be the guy that likes grape. Nobody likes grape. I'll be the grape guy. I'm Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm the grape guy. You know. So I'm like, I'm gonna be the Tootsie Roll guy now. And like, I don't know if you know this. If you guys followed the last election, I don't know if you guys were around in 2016 to pay attention to that presidential election. I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys know much about that, but uh, something we all learned was that Jeb Bush carries around a little pocket full of little toy turtles, little little baby toy turtles, and he hands them to children when he meets them. Uh, genuine creep, bona fide fucking creep, dude. You know, bring back W. If you're gonna have that Bush last name, dude, you better be slaughtering citizens in another country. You know, just don't don't just be handing out little. Little toy turtles. George W. Bush is a war criminal also. He should be hung in the streets. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I just want to hand out little Tootsie Rolls to people. You know, just like shake their hand. Give them a little handshake and just leave a little Tootsie Roll in there. Or like, uh, you know, we, we're laughing. We're having a nice little conversation. Very cordial. And I just slip them a little piece of candy. You know, I think that'd be kind of cool. But then they look at it and they're like, okay, it's a fucking Tootsie Roll guy. What are you doing? What is this? The good Tootsie Rolls were the ones that had, they were like blue, you know, yellow. There was like lemon and blueberry and orange. That shit was off the goddamn chain. Those were rare too. But when you got those in your bag, you better have to fucking hide those because I'd be eating those bitches. Those are good. Can't find those. But I just want the classic brown chocolate taffy disgusting tootsie rolls man and just have shitloads of them you know hand them out like a little little treat hi my name is jeb bush here's a little tootsie roll you know what i mean all right i'm i'm coming up to this trail that's usually swimming with people so i'm going to try to be organic and myself uh but if there's a a clear change in my demeanor. It's because I'm around people and I'm too insecure to just be myself. So that's a little personal struggle there. But uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was people who ride their bikes with their children on them. Okay? I was driving up. Well, I wasn't driving. I don't drive. Okay? I was in a passenger seat. I was driving up yesterday. Okay? And this guy... Riding a bike with a little carriage in the front with his fucking two kids sitting inside of it. Driving in the street. Driving, where is CPS when you need them? You know what I mean? Where the fuck is CPS? This guy is begging for his kids to die. That's how much he hates his family. He's like, oh, kids, you want to go for a little bike ride? Yeah, dad, let's go. All right, sit in the front of this bike. I'm going to bomb this fucking hill right now. You know what I mean? It just seems negligent. Like, this motherfucker took out... He took out fucking life insurance policies on these two kids. That's one of them now! Can you hear that squeal? That's a parent riding their fucking kid down a a giant hill that I'm fucking walking next to right now. They're all over Seattle. I think it's in the name of bonding with their kids, but... Really, it's like... A fucking person associated with the mob who, like, has them burn their fucking restaurant down so they can collect the insurance money. I fucking see what these people are doing out here. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. 
me out here with the hot takes. Oh, fuck, there's people, guys. I'm going to try not to be weird here. Uh, no, that's not me being weird. I'm just looking. Oh, okay. And then another question, too, that I've got for uh, my little Lori Baltahors out there. Uh, what are you going to do when WrestleMania runs wild on you? I mean, that's a serious question. What are you going to do when Hulkamania, rather? Not WrestleMania. When Hulkamania, the Hulkster, is running wild on you. And the reason I ask you that is because I want to make an appeal to common sense here. I want to make an appeal to common sense. Uh, I want to present a rational, uh, somewhat abstract, but rational argument as to why the national pastime should be WWE wrestling, professional wrestling. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I was a lad, oh, say, 14 years old, freshman in high school, you know, probably developed a little later than most because I grew up with my mommy. Uh, dude, I watched the fuck out of WWE. Are you kidding me? And what are you, you going to tell me that the WWE doesn't create some of the biggest superstars in the history of the world? You do not have to be a wrestling fan to love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I would like you to... to I, I'm going to say... I would challenge anybody. I would say like probably 30% of people actually even know that the man's name is Dwayne Johnson. You're going to look at The Rock. Look at his face. Look at his perfectly chiseled Samoan face. You're going to tell me that man's name is Dwayne? Dwayne? Fuck no. Not even close. He's The Rock. He's The Rock, baby. Same thing with John Cena. You know who John Cena is. You don't have to, you don't have to know his theme song. You don't have to know his special moves, which I do know, but I'm not. That's just a little brag there. But his song, you don't have to know that shit. To know that John Cena is the man. He's a fucking babe. He's a babe. Steroided out, probably. But he's a fucking babe. And and you know the thing that's underappreciated about WWE wrestling? Good old-fashioned American wrestling? Professional wrestling? The pageantry. You gotta keep it posh, guys. You know, you got a guy coming up there at the beginning of the show. And he's like, Last week on Monday Night Raw. You know, the Grim Reaper stole Trixie, my wife, and he buried her in a pit full of concrete, and she's dead, and she's dead, and I challenge the Grim Reaper to a match this SummerSlam, do you know what I mean, and it, like, just gets, like, out of control, and then, like, Trixie actually comes down from, like, the top of the rafters, she's not dead, or she is dead, but it's the ghost of Trixie, do you know what I mean, it's got this sort of, it's just a soap opera, it's a very badass soap opera. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think that's the thing that's missing. Now, that's not the thing that's missing. I would say any great sports season, any sort of Super Bowl, basketball, baseball, the seasons that are a huge deal, it's because of the pageantry. It's because it's like, oh my God, the fucking Red Sox haven't won in five million years. And, oh, it's the curse of the Bambino, and there's too much chew spit on the field. And, like, people are like, there's buzz about it, you know? Or, like, uh, what was the last NBA championship where Drake was freaking out because the Raptors won with, is it Kyrie Irving? No, it's not him. Kawhi Leonard. 
and he's the three-peat stopper. He stops the three-peats. It's a, it, it was just, I'm not going to explain that to you, but it was a big deal because of the, the buzz, dude. The buzz. And WWE is just buzz. It's like a little bee colony. It's never, there's never not buzzing going on in there. It's like an alcoholic. You know what I mean? WWE is the shit, dude. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, go, whoa, no, but... Like, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Like, you're going to tell me... Okay, for any of the Patriots out there, all right? Just God-fearing, just red meat-eating, Alex Jones-loving Americans. You're going to look at Hulk Hogan, and you're going to pretend for five seconds that that's not the peak of, a, of American exceptionalism right there? I feel like if, if you ran... If Donald Trump himself ran on a platform of just, just Hulk Hogan... I don't have a plan. Uh, frankly, I don't have a plan. But Hulk Hogan. I'm not going to say I'd vote for Donald Trump. But I'm saying there's a universe where he could convince me if his whole platform was just fucking Hulk Hogan. Because that's America. I, I, I don't know. I just got a phone call. And that just fucked up my episode here. But uh, Hulk Hogan. It's Hulk Hogan. I don't even have to remember where I was. All I have to remember, dude, is fucking SummerSlam with the Hulkster, baby. What are you going to do when he runs wild on you, dude? Like, you think it's you think it's the pandemic? You want this pandemic to go away? Hulk Hogan. There's, that's the answer, dude. Look at him. He's a beefcake. He's like 8,000 years old. And he just still looks like a perfectly fucking worn-in baseball mitt. Like a baseball glove, dude. Just a catcher's mitt. Like, perfect, dude. Oh, my God. What a fucking beefcake. Anyway. So yeah, WWE, we're saying like the official sport of the United States of a fucking America, dude. Oh, it's getting loud out here. I hope you guys can hear me. And I think that actually brings me to my next point, which is NASCAR. And there's a lot of people out there maybe who know. Uh, my day ones definitely know. That I would like to, I would like to, uh, what's the word? Uh, mutilate and destroy my body in the eyes of Christ uh, by getting a Mountain Dew logo tattooed on my body. To say it in light terms, right? Now, I love that idea. I'm still looking at that idea. We're pouring through the data, as it were. Uh, we're looking at that. It's tremendous. It's fantastic. I'm still doing Donald Trump. Okay, so... Now, I've got a couple new ideas here. And one of them is the McDonald's logo, right? But not, not the McDonald's logo where it says McDonald's on it. Just the arches, baby. Just those golden goddamn arches. Like, how cool would that be? Like, I'm thinking maybe getting a tattooed necklace around my neck. Like, you know how sometimes, like, ex-cons get a rosary tattooed? Like, around their neck, draping down their perfectly chiseled prison bodies? I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, a huge fat gold chain tattooed around my neck. And the medallion is, is the golden arches. Tell me that wouldn't be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. That would be so, so fucking dope. But on a more serious note here, I was thinking, too, to go along with the, the Mountain Dew tattoo would be a NASCAR logo. All right. Now, it doesn't have to be NASCAR. It could just be Dale Earnhardt. 
and I've thrown this idea out to a few people. Uh, they're not big fans of it. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure why, but in the vein of true Americans and Hulk Hogan, uh, another great American hero, obviously, is going to be Dale Earnhardt. Not Junior, but the actual Dale Earnhardt. Okay, God rest his soul. Now, I'm thinking just the number three, because that was his number, with his signature and a black and white checkered racing flag. And right above that, or under it, it just says brought to you by, and then there's like the Mountain Dew logo. How fucking absurd is that? How funny is that, dude? You're not going to get better than that, man. That is so funny. Oh. I think that's so good. Dale Earnhardt, dude. You know, he would have been the grace, the greatest that ever lived. He would have been the greatest that ever fucking lived, guys. But you don't know about that. You don't know about the NASCAR lore, the history that makes this country great. <laughs> no, another American hero. Jesus Christ with these fucking sirens. What well, what is going on in cities? It's just loud. Look at this. Yeah, we get it. Jeez. All right. Another American hero. Underrated American hero. Joey Chestnut. You don't know who Joey Chestnut is? Look him up. Remember that face, okay? Because I might just get Joey Chestnut tatted on my fucking... On my face. A Joey Chestnut's face on my face. Joey Chestnut is the undisputed hot dog eating champion of the world and he's american all day all day he's american not just at night not in the morning all day long we're talking like 85 hot dogs in what 10 seconds i don't even know i don't know what it is but he never stops eating hot dogs so all this guy does he's a fucking hot dog vending machine but reverse you just keep putting hot dogs in dude and he just keeps banging them out just the guy's got so many belts championship eating belts Joey Chestnut, man. Talk about an undisputed champion. Absolutely undisputed champion. Ugly as fuck, you know? Not a good-looking dude by any means. I mean, his face is all oily with, well, what are those? Nitrite and other sorts of preservatives and hot dog grease and hot dog skin and all of the what have you. But, you know, he's a champion. And that's got to be respected. I don't think he gets enough credit. He's actually going to be my guest on the show next week. Uh, we just increased to 850,000 subscribers, guys. Uh, that one other episode, you guys love that. I'm trying to bang out that same content for you guys. So we're getting Joey Chestnut on the show next week. It's going to be really great. We're going to be eating hot dogs uh, and hamburgers. But we're going to have to. We're going to actually see how few we can eat, right? Because I'm a fat bastard. So the deal with Joey Chestnut is how few of these can I eat? I'm thinking two. Two's probably the least I can go. You put a dog in front of me, I'm eating it. You know what I mean? I see a, a nice juicy dog in front of me, dude. Hey, I'm from New York over here. You give me a dog, I'm gonna fucking eat it over here. You know what I mean? So, uh, what else do I got here? Oh, you know, I was actually thinking too. Uh, my buddy, uh, has a birthday coming up. Uh, my my manager, shout out to my manager. She's a great gal, great lady. She's got a birthday coming up. And I told her I'd buy her a gift. Uh, she refused the gift because I think that's what people do. They think that they have to refuse offers, you know. But I think that makes you closer is if you like offer and somebody takes a gift. I think I learned about that in psych. But uh, 
You know what I was thinking about getting her is a pack of smokes. A little pack of cigarettes. Cigarettes. Gerts, as, as, as it were. Because I think that a pack of cigarettes is secretly the greatest gift you can give a person. I think it's the wittiest. It's the smartest. It's, uh, I mean, it just makes sense on so many levels. So let's say that they don't smoke cigarettes. Then they just laugh because of the absurdity. And also because I love cigarettes. So they know that I love cigarettes. So it's like, there's this totally absurd gift. I don't smoke cigarettes. Why the fuck did he get me this? It's a gag gift, right? Well, let's say they do smoke cigarettes. Boom, free pack of smokes. Anybody who's been addicted to cigarinos is going to know that a free pack of smokes means the fucking world to you. You don't want to have to pay $12 every week, two weeks, sometimes every day if you're real bad. You know, free pack of smokes, dude. That's a meal. Go get yourself some dinner and smoke a cig afterward. You know what I mean? Especially if they're your favorite brand. Get out of fucking town. I think it's a good idea. I think I might get her a pack of smokes. Uh, No lighter, though. And I think that's really where it's funny. Because let's say you want to smoke one. Well, you don't have a lighter. So now I'm going to make you go do the work yourself of going to the store and buying a lighter. And then at that point, you might as well have just got the cigarettes yourself the whole time. So it kind of defeats the purpose, but in my mind, that's what makes it really funny. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I'm just going here. I'm riffing. I've got ideas. There's... Uh, there's goblins in my mind, and I'm just trying to get all my thoughts out here. Uh, what do we got? I've changed my opinion on spiders recently. Uh, here's the thing about spiders: is well, let me let me let me backtrack that a little bit. There's one good thing about global global warming, climate change, as it were. Okay, there's one good thing about it, and it's that animals are dying. And now, don't get it twisted, guys. I don't want elephants and the baby birds to die. I don't want the white nasuas to die and the koala bears. But every snake on the planet could die. And I'm a happy camper. Literally. I'm not going to be scared to camp. Lying on the ground. No snakes. Right? You're going to be camping more. It's going to be more camping in this country. In this world. Right? With less fucking snakes on the ground. What else? Sharks. Kill every shark. That's what I love about the Chinese. So no matter how many times we tell them not to kill those sharks, they're going and killing those sharks, eating their fucking fins for soup. You know what I mean? That's like if you killed a person to eat them and you just ate their hands. It's disrespectful. You know? I think that's funny because sharks are pieces of shit. If, if there was no dangerous animals in the ocean, it'd just be a giant swimming pool. Right? It's just a giant wave pool at that point. Then you're not scared. Oh my God, the boat left us. Oh no. Oh, well, I guess I could just float here for however long I want. Because there's no sharks that are going to fucking pick my bones clean. So every shark could go. And I used to say the same thing about fucking spiders. Now I will say that spiders are pests. And people say that they're just here to eat the pests. Bullshit. They're pests that eat pests. Get rid of both of them. Get rid of the mosquitoes. Get rid of the spiders. Get rid of every single one of them. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? But the thing about them, I was watching this spider create a web, and I was watching it construct it beautifully. Beautifully. What do you have, 800 eyes? And you're just standing. You're seeing it from the same perspective as you go along, man. I couldn't make a web like that. Like I couldn't draw one. I'm a human being. 
I'm the apex predator. I couldn't even draw that without a ruler. And this motherfucker is just shitting it out, literally, and constructing it with his asshole. And I was like, how cool is that? That they have a translucent net that stupid bugs fucking fly into. And they just wait there. They just chill on the web. And they're just waiting for their prey. You know? Like good old T. Bundy. Shout out. We, we are in Seattle after all. Uh, so yeah, changed my opinion on spiders. Not too bad. Interesting little fellows. And, and gals, I'm guessing. I don't know if they're asexual. I don't know if they have genders. Gender roles. For all my feminists out there. I know you're out there. Alright, what else do we got here? This is just a variety show here, guys. Let's see what we got. Okay, so... I wanted to create a street joke. Now, I was listening to a podcast with Bill Burr recently, and he said that, you know, he is like a very, very famous, very successful comedian, but even he cannot write a street joke. And a street joke is essentially a joke you would tell your friend, like, hey, uh, two guys walk into a bar kind of thing. Or, hey, what did this guy say to that guy? That type of thing, that's like a street joke, right? So I was trying to write one. Fuck. I don't even remember how it goes. Okay, so it's going to go like this. So, (laughs) oh my god, this is fucking... This would get me kicked out of an open mic night, which I have been kicked out before of an open mic night. I got my mic cut for making a joke about Kurt Cobain being dead, Uh, but that's neither here nor there. But, uh, all right, so my street joke goes a little something like this. So, uh, I'm hanging out with this girl, right? And, I mean, I like her a lot. You know, she's really cool. But, uh, she's not very pretty. You know, so we're hanging out one night. Had a few drinks. And, uh, you know, we ended up, we ended up making out a little bit. You know what I mean? We were, the, the booze was flowing. Having a good conversation. That's what I like about her. You know, she's, uh, she's good with conversation. You know, she gets me on a deep level, Right? So I take her back to my place, and, uh, well, because she's like, well, what should we do? i got to use the bathroom, but there's no place to use the bathroom. Every every bar is closed down. So I said, all right, come on. You can come to my place, use the bathroom, no big deal. So she gets back to my place, and she sees my dog. Uh, And she's like, oh, my God, your dog is so cute, so cute. And she's kind of waving the dog over. You know, trying to get its attention. And uh, trying to play with the dog or whatever. But the dog isn't really responding to her. So I go, oh, uh, you know what I think? You know what I really think? I think love is blind. You know, telling her that. She looked at me with her cock eye and unibrow. And she came up to me and started pulling my pants down. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, whoa, what are you doing? I said, love is the name of my dog. And he ain't that blind. Ha! I just made that up today. Is that funny? I I don't know. I can't tell if it's funny. I think maybe I just think it's funny. I don't know where I heard that term today, love is blind. I think it's a show that people watch. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I have no... I mean, this is just horrible radio at this point, guys. I just think that that's really funny. So... Uh, I mean, that's going to be it for this episode. I think it was a wacky, zany ride. I had to do it on my walk home. Bit of a busy night. 
Uh, not really time to fit it in, so I hope you guys can hear me. My little Lori Balta whores, of course, click the link uh, for a discount on uh, Garden Gnomes. They're doing a big sale at Garden Gnome Warehouse. Uh, they're practically giving them away, guys, but you got to use the promo code uh, Lori Balta Whore at cheese.org. And they're going to be able to hook you up with a really nice garden gnome. Guys, they are giving these things away. Uh, definitely check that out at gardengnomewarehouse.com. Uh, that's our sponsor. Uh, really great people over there. Um, so, yeah, guys, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, do me a favor. Keep it real. Don't do anything stupid. And uh, we'll be waiting for you here in the hyperwave, guys. Holy shit, this thing's still on.